what this all means is we need a different approach to change. Change needs to be more open, flexible, inclusive. Uh, an open source change approach is what we have dubbed it. Only one third of change projects actually achieve success. What are the most commonly tried change approaches and which ones provide the most success? Dr. Freda Rümel, director at Chapman CG in Austria for DOC, talks with Dr. Daniel Dirks, consulting HR director with the CEB about his research and findings on effective change management. Welcome to the Chapman CG Global HR Interview. Thanks for being with us, Daniel. Yeah, welcome to this podcast. My pleasure, Frida. I'm very grateful to be here with you today. Daniel, we would like to look at change management today, which is, looks, looks like a never-ending story. We have the impression that many companies fail with important change projects, and they still don't revise their change methodology. Which research do you have on these issues? Well, my company, CEB, has recently concluded two major studies on change management, change failures, change success factors, and so on. Uh, what we did was we, we surveyed over 300 organizations who, on average, underwent about five major change initi initiatives over the past five years, uh, from restructuring measures over M&A projects to major leadership changes and so on. All in all, we looked at more than 410 change initiatives in these 300 organizations. And I'd say there's, there's two interesting facts that stand out when looking at the results. A, 77% um, of the differentiators of change success, uh, so what makes a change successful or not, um, are consistent across multiple types of changes. Two, at the same time, um, a staggering 50% of these 410 change projects were clear failures, um, if you measure them against their own objectives. Only 34% of these cases were clear successes, and the rest remained somewhere in the gray zone. Well, that is very alarming indeed. Uh, only about one-third change projects successful. So which alternative change management approaches have been tried? And which are the most promising ones? Yeah, um, well, first of all, it should be said that when we look at all these organizations, it's pretty clear that change management today continues to be performed actually fairly traditionally. And that's despite decades of research that indicates that this needs and could be done differently. 71% of heads of HR that we, we interviewed report that their organization manages change in a strict top-down fashion. Uh, top management determines the change the organization needs to make. Then implementation plans are designed still fairly at the top. Um, these plans are for the workforce to follow, and only then, in a third step, is all this communicated to that workforce. Now, to our own astonishment, this approach hasn't really changed in the majority of companies, even though, as you've pointed out, um, a consistently high rate of change uh, uh, projects actually fail. Now, the key reason for why this approach no longer works is that work in organization has really changed. Work has become what I would call or what we call multidirectional. And what does that mean? 
Well, A, as we all know, markets move more quickly than they have ever before. They require a fast and flexible action by organizations. Second, multidirectional means that consumers are more sophisticated and knowledgeable, so they demand real-time and high-quality services. A next observation, organizational structures are flatter and more matrixed, again, something which you could subsume under multidirectional. Fourth, um, communication channels are you know, the, the proliferation of these channels gives the workforce much better access to information than ever before. So a top-down communication approach is not is not what works for with this um, in this modern modern uh, environment. And last not least, the workforce also is much more educated and skilled than ever before. Exercises more judgment is expected to do that on the job, and so on. So the list could probably be even extended. What this all means is we need a different approach to change. Change needs to be more open, flexible, inclusive. Uh, an open source change approach is what we have dubbed it. Such an open source of change, um, by the way, a term that we've borrowed from the computer sciences, um, has a range of unique benefits. A, it will help to um, provide more inclusion of people, um, and especially of people with the expertise who wouldn't otherwise be included if you did this um, strictly in a, in a more top-down fashion. Uh, open source, an open source approach also helps to bring in a diversity of perspectives. Uh, and last not least, an open source approach provides the ability to update and improve things in real time, uh, and that definitely is another key benefit as you, as you pursue through your change approach. I find this very convincing, thank you. In particular, the openness and the inclusion of more people than would probably traditionally have been included. So what is your now your advice, Daniel, to companies which are about to start an impactful change project, for example, an acquisition or a merger or a profitability improvement project? Yeah, the good news is that this is not a theoretical concept only. Um, although only about 10% of companies that we've researched actually are using something that we would consider an open source uh, approach. However, there are some companies out there, and if we look at them, what are they doing differently? A, they actually actively use their workforce to plan and to implement change. Now, what does that mean? Um, three things stand out here, I would say. A, um, they use their workforce to actually help create the change strategy, at least to some extent. Uh, so the uh, change strategy is not entirely coming just from the top. Um, second and most importantly, um, employees have ownership of the actual change implementation planning. So while the change strategy or objectives might still be largely set at the top, in these uh, companies, the employees would then be involved in the planning of the implementation of change. And then last not least, it sounds simple, but it's important, communication is focused on talking instead of just telling in these companies. Now, next question you might ask, HR. Uh, HR plays a key role in an open source change. Um, a, you know, the workforce needs to be prepared to be able to actually perform these tasks, involvement in planning of, of implementation, um, you know, being, being able to uh, help craft a change strategy and so on. 
Now, while our studies show that up to 75% of employees are willing to do that, and actually two-thirds possess the skills to do so, they still need to be shown, trained, uh, supported in, in terms of how to use these skills in a change situation. So that would be something for HR to, to support and to steer. Uh, also, um, the organization in general needs to have a clear picture as to which change relevant skills do they need and, and where are they currently. Uh, that requires obviously that basic systems underlying skills assessment and development are in place. Again, something that HR should own and, and, and should drive. Now, even that though is not enough. HR itself needs to rethink its own setup and processes. For instance, uh, where dedicated change management teams have been installed, our research inter interestingly suggests that that actually is not flexible enough. They may need to think about more flexible uh, arrangements uh, that often are, are better equipped um, or are advantageous over more permanent dedicated teams. Last but not least, strategically, HR must be able to provide that cross-organizational view on change. Um, so HR certainly is much more than just a provider of data, training, or, or messaging. Good news here is, if done right, there is a good business case for investing in a better change management approach. Those organizations uh, among, among the that we've studied that are doing this well actually report a 24% point higher probability of change success. And you might remember uh, today we have about a 50% failure rate for all others. Those organizations who do this right uh, report a decrease of implementation time of change by up to one-third. Uh, they also report uh, that they've managed to achieve an increase in employee engagement by up to 38 percentage points. Um, and also, importantly, an increase of intent to stay by up to 46 percentage points. And these were just some of the more salient positive results. We could, I could report a lot more, but I think, um, you know, we don't want to bore every, and everybody here uh, listening in with, with just numbers. I think overall, the, uh, the clear messages that our research suggests, an open source change approach clearly pays off. Great results, Daniel. Thank you very much. You've given very useful advice to all leaders who are about to embark on big changes. Research shows open source change approaches have a higher rate of success. And so HR's involvement in planning and actively involving employees in the change process is an essential component in creating lasting change that works and sticks. For more excellent conversations with great thinkers, subscribe to us on iTunes and check us out at chapmancg.com.